Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jared Wright Podcast, Episode 7. Thank you for listening. I'm super excited about this guest. I've been trying to get her on for quite some time. We've been talking about it. We had to put it off. We had to reschedule. We are finally here. I have Sienna Altis. Sienna, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you, Jared? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. Um, you know, I think I this is probably the the most excited I've been about a guest because I don't know anything really about you. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like the world is my oyster of your of your brain and of your heart and your soul. And so I'm super excited to explore um, and get to know you a, a lot better. So um, first off, let's get into who is Sienna? Um, I am a sensory artist. Um, all of the, the different um I'm a multifaceted sensory artist. And so all of the art that I create um, is used to increase the self-awareness of the listeners or of my audiences or of my viewers so that they're able to learn how to relax. So increasing self-awareness increases relaxation, increases the opportunity to be more relaxed. And so that's my thing. Sensory artists using the five senses to bring us into the present moment so that we increase our self-awareness and then we're able to relax. I could go on and on, man. Just stop me whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the, and this is why I don't, this is why I don't, don't try to introduce people, man. I, it's, y'all are doing way better than me. The passion, <laughs> the purpose the the expression is definitely just it it leaves to be it leaves much to be desired when other people try to do it yeah. um so 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 um so background i guess for, for me on you from my perspective so i you know i get invited to this capoeira class um first class i see this i see this you know black girl with like pink hair <laughs> like who is that <laughs> like what is what is all right whatever like we get to going or whatever like she's spunky though like she got all this attitude she want water breaks every five minutes <laughs> water um, is important <laughs> <laughs> i'm like okay and then uh so then you know i'm, I'm you know, trying to introduce myself to people and get to know everybody of course i get to you know talk to the 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 maestros the instructors first um so i'm spending time with the instructors and I'm looking around and like everybody else is still there. But like girl with the pink hair is gone. Like, <laughs> like, she, like, yep. like she is gone. And I feel a way only because I have like this. Um, I have like this protector thing about me. Like I have to protect everybody that's with me. I don't right. know where or why that that's a thing or where that comes from. But like I, I like try to keep tabs on people to make sure that they're either where they are or they're you know, gonna get gonna get to where they need to be. And like I didn't listen, I blinked, I was talking and like like Batman. Like I was like, like we are in the field. Like we're deciding to get there. How she get gone so fast? Um and it was like that for like the first four weeks and then Yeah. Uh then we got the lights. Then we got some lights. But it was, but no, no, but I had to, I had to like, I had to like talk to you like in the middle of class because (laughs) Aldani was like, yo, have you heard her music? And I was like, I ain't hear hear her music. I don't even know, I don't even know who she is yet. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> I haven't even said hi. And um and then I was like, I was let me listen to it real quick. And uh and then I heard it and I was like, oh, I have to talk to this girl. Uh, I have to get her on. I have to get her on the podcast. Um so from my perspective, that's kind of how I was like, I need to get her on. Um but but yeah, so so, you know, and in the midst of talking to you in, in the conversations that we've had, I found out that you weren't from Atlanta. So where are yeah. you from? Uh, I'm from Virginia. Okay. Norfolk. Uh, I actually do not rep Virginia. Nothing really good comes out of Virginia. No, that's not back. true. And goes back. And goes uh, back. What? Yeah. Mm, even Pharrell ain't there no I'm more. I'm about to say, like, um, ah. I'm trying to think. Hold on. Yeah, Wait. yeah. If you could give, you could give me three people. Push, push a T. Are, yeah, he, he, he's done. He's not living in Virginia. Yeah. See, I don't people know. Don't go. Don't people don't stay in Virginia? But yeah, I was born in Virginia, raised in Miami. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, tell people I'm from Miami. I got that, that spice. You definitely, you know what? That I, I could pin, I would pin you more in Miami than I would ever yeah. pin you in Virginia. Man, all my family that's in Virginia, they're they're like they're real low key, real country is cool. But whenever I'm around them, it's like I am I'm adopted. <laughs> You're an outlier, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like where where who am I again? Because I don't know where I fit in here. Yeah, Miami did a thing on me. <laughs> so so Miami, I've never been to Miami. I'm scared to go to Miami. Whew, um, yeah, because mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard like Miami is wild, like. It is. Like, yeah. it's like a third world country, I think somebody you said. You do the best. Like, I'm thinking about what, what, I, what, I'm, what I was used to wearing. You do the best to keep, to have clothes on while staying cool, while welcoming the sun and the breeze, but still technically having on clothes. Like, that is the culture of Miami. Like, seeing a girl out in some, like, Daisy Dukes and, like, them mini booty shorts like not just your regular booty shorts but like your mini booties mini. like with some like with some like 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 uh chanclas or the the like the what do you call them like the rubber sandal chanclas chanclas um um yeah so i you know it's normal it's really normal um and so when i moved to atlanta it was like oh you you can't wear because a bunch of churches are around. Huh? That's why you can't wear this stuff. Now it's all don't make your your brothers sin and all this other extra stuff. So it's like, yeah, Miami's Miami's wild, man. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. So so what what brought you what brought you from Miami to Atlanta? Oh no, bro. It was, it was there was a lot in between. So from whew, all right, we're about to do this. Yeah, all let's right. Do it. So Born in Virginia, uh-huh. <clears throat> raised in Miami. I went to college. I went to a university about an hour north of Miami in uh, Boca Raton. Shout out Boca Raton. Um, from there, I moved up to uh, Santa Cruz, California. I went over there to, uh, to study a bit. Then I moved down to Los Angeles. Uh, then I moved to Atlanta uh, for about a year. Um, after that, I moved to China. After China, I moved to Cape Town. After Cape Town, I moved to Germany. And after Germany, I came back to Atlanta. Yeah. Yo, Sianna has yeah. lived like nine lives. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, like full what? throttle. What? It's wild. Yeah. What? And so I'm like, I'm itching, man. I wanna, I wanna move to Honduras. Why am I still here? All right. So, so without, because it's disrespectful. It's Honduras. disrespectful. Ask one of her age. So, 
<laughs> range wise. Range wise. Like, are you an eighties baby? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Eighties yeah. baby? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Alright, alright. We're like just that gonna we just gonna say you an eighties yeah. baby. Yeah, I'm an eighties baby. Alright. Cool. Like low eighties? <laughs> <laughs> You can't take the mystery. I'm, trying to, I'm, like, I'm really trying to figure this out. Oh um, man. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so I guess so. Of all the places that you've lived, mm-hmm. what what are the top three places you've lived? Oh man. Oof. Cape Town. Ooh man. It's a learning curve. It is a learning curve. Okay. Uh, if you don't know the history, you you just ain't gonna get around. Like you're just gonna be disrespectful everywhere. Wow. Um. So that was me. Um. Let me start there. <laughs> but uh. So Cape Town was flipping beautiful. Like if, as as we describe heaven, I think it's Cape Town. Wow. Um. So that I really had a good time. Um. While I was there. Um. And I really enjoyed living in China. China actually feels more like home than Atlanta. I know it's weird. Um, but I, I feel more familiar with the culture in China and I am who I am in China. What, um, as, what, okay. So let me stop you there for a second. Right, so right. what aspect mm-hmm. of the culture feels more like home? Um, familiarity. Or familiar, or familiar, I'm sorry. Yeah. Feels more familiar <laughs> to you. Um, the language, I understand the language. Um, I, I understand the language. Um, and I was able to kind of pave my own way, um, while I was there and in that paving my own way, I kind of created my own culture of life. And what I really enjoyed more than anything is when you meet travelers that live overseas, there's already an element of connection. We are not afraid to leave what's comfortable and what we know. Um, And so there's already kind of a foundation that's built. We're, We're the outliers, but we're all in the same place. And so we're all kind of like the the unshy adventurers who are ready to take on the world in whatever capacity, leaving everything behind um, and starting over. Uh, so, yeah, I really, I really enjoy that aspect of, of living overseas. Um, and because I spent the most time in China, and that's just kind of what felt like home. I got to see the, the city that I lived in, Shenzhen, which is right above uh, Hong Kong. Uh, I got to see that city develop like from for quite like very quickly over the time that I was there. Uh, I lived out in the rural areas where like the train didn't even go there anymore. You kind of had to walk and take a few buses to get to where I lived. Wow. Um, I was the first black woman that a lot of people saw. Yeah, I was going to ask you, was like, was like people over there trying to touch your hair and stuff? Or oh, they would, like... man, listen, they were touching my hair. They were taking pictures. <laughs> Their kids were taking pictures. They were talking shit about my hair like I didn't understand it. Most of the time I just didn't respond. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. It looks like a dirty mop to you because that's what you think my hair is. Yes, I wash my hair. Like I'm answering all of their questions in my head. I'm just not actually answering it out loud. But the times that I did answer it out loud, it was like, they were like, oh, 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 like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She understands what we're saying. You know, aboard, get off the elevator as soon as possible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was definitely an experience. But I would say it's like I spent a lot of my 20s there and that was the best reckless decision I have made. <laughs> what uh, yes. I guess what what's like what? Let me let, let me go ahead and let you answer the last the first question that I asked you, and then I'll right. ask you another question. 
Um, so I stayed in uh, Malaysia for a little bit also. I forgot to mention okay. uh, Malaysia. And so, um, yeah, Malaysia was phenomenal. But West Malaysia, East Malaysia is whack. West Malaysia is dope. West Malaysia is on a completely different, it's, a, it's on an island and it, it's, a, it's a, the island called Borneo. And, um, and Borneo is inclusive of uh, Indonesian territory, Brunei, the country Brunei, mm-hmm. where we get all of our sunflower oil. Um, palm, oil, palm oil, sorry, not sunflower, uh, palm oil, and uh, ter- uh, Malaysian territory also. And so on the Borneo island, where Malaysia has territories where I absolutely love because you have Muslims um, who are very liberal, very liberal Muslims. And it is amazing, amazing. Like, yeah, I want to live there again. So um, you, 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 mentioned, you mentioned Honduras. You said that you obviously understand, I guess, is it Mandarin? Yeah. Um, how many different languages do you speak? Three. Okay. Must, is it is it Spanish, Mandarin, and English? Sign language. What's that? Sign language. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I was getting ready to say something. Ah. So the question was the question was, um, wait, what what reckless decision led you to go? Like, what was like, I'm gonna go live in China. Like, how you're like, I'm gonna go. I always have been amazed by people honestly, who have the ability to make decisions and just do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, I was tired of being afraid. Like, I learned how to be afraid. What if I learn how to be free? Like, I saw most of my family and they're like, yeah, you just do this, this, you just do, you just do it, you just do this, and that's it. You just get a job, you just get a house, you just get married, you just have kids, you just get a dog. Like, Oh, what if, what if, what if is my question. And, um, I was, uh, when I was in LA, I was working on my master's, um, uh, working on getting my master's in, um, intercultural, international intercultural communication. And, uh, I wanted to open up a school in another country, uh, to teach English. Well, the opportunity presented itself. Uh, I ended up moving to Atlanta and going to school online. And um, the opportunity presented itself where a woman was at, at my church at the time was saying like, hey, I found out that there's this like school, or sorry, there's this program that where you can teach Ch- English in China and they pay for your visa, they pay round trip airfare, they give you an apartment, all this stuff. And they find the, the school for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, what do I need? And there, she's like, you just have to go through the interview. We were intentional. We were planning on going together. We went through the interview. We got through the interview. We, we, I worked my ass off to make sure that I had enough savings for the first three months of me being there, just in case a paycheck didn't go through or whatever. I had never been to China. I had never desired to go to China. I wanted to be in South Africa, in Kenya, in Ethiopia. Like I wanted to be in Botswana, Nigeria. Like I had no desire to be in China. But I was like, what if, man? I was only supposed to be there for 10 months originally. I got a promotion, then I got another promotion. And then I was like, yo, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just, it turned into five years. Just killing it. Just yeah. killing it. Yeah. I was the, uh, while I was out there, I was I was the first black woman to end up to uh, make the cover of a Chinese magazine. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't playing. It was Yo, it was who, wild. It was a wild ride. Who is Sienna? What? Yeah. Who is this person that I'm dancing with Mondays and Wednesdays and kicking it? Why distributed magazine in China? I made the cover of it. That is crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Um. Wow. Wow. Okay, so let's 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 stay focused. Let's stay My focused. bad. I threw a little couple of boomerangs in there. Listen, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like episode fourteen. We we bring right? Sienna back. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, so so tell me so tell me about your your time this time in Atlanta. Um. Like how how's it been so far? How how is Atlanta treating you? Um, right now, you know, everybody's moving to Atlanta. Everything is being filmed in Atlanta. Um, Tyler Perry got a huge studio in Atlanta, black mecca of the world right now, busiest airport. Like, how is it treating you? To be honest, I'm ready to go. I've I've spent so I've been here for about three and a half years now. Um, I've spent three years, I spent the first half year playing. Um, but once I started digging down and figuring out what I wanted to do, um, I've spent quite a lot of time narrowing down my focus and it's almost go time. Uh, Tyler Perry is definitely on my list. Um, Atlanta airport, I already got programs lined up for them, uh, proposals like there's, um, it's just a matter of time. Um, but I realized that the only way to be seen is to create your own lane and you bring your own audience. Um, find, find the like-minded people, you know, looking like, looking at, at how, at how Jesus operated, right? Um, each disciple went and told, if each disciple went and told one person, there's an exponential growth that's going. We, by way of sharing, by way of liking, by way of saving, right? Talking about Instagram. We, in that way, are communicating what, or, or we are finding our tribes and, 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 uh, and, and connection with other people. And so we're more likely to go and revisit that person again, their profile. If that person that we are, have that connection with sent us elsewhere saying, hey, check this person out, check out this profile. We have then done the one tell another. So now there's ex- there's exponential growth that's going. So now this, so anyways, in all of that, I'm saying growing your audience is what I realize is important, but not trying to dabble in other, in what other people are doing. You've got to find your lane. That is what has been working for me. Got you. I mean, you definitely have your, your own lane. Um, you know, I was talking to my wife and, uh, when your music and what you do was introduced to me. I I had to listen, but I, I had to try to understand like what was happening. Um, for people who know me, I had a music podcast. We used to go back and forth week over week, like tracks, like five tracks. Got to bring five tracks each, and you know we would also talk like music culture, whatever was going on at that time. Um, but the, the 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 meat and potatoes of the podcast and the idea of the podcast came from an idea to where my I can bring a playlist better than you could. I can create better playlists than you could. And it didn't matter who it was. Um, and so in doing that, 
we I listened to a lot of music, tons of music. And when I heard your music, I was like, I've never heard anything like this before. Um, I studied music theory in college uh, and still had never heard anything like that before. But it was it was familiar sounds. It was it was just a different take on songs that I've heard and done in a way that was I hadn't seen anybody done it. Um, so I guess like how how did you get to that point in creating that particular lane for yourself? Um, it, it actually came from, um, a couple of different avenues. Um, I, I was working with a band. I, I worked with several bands when I was in China. Um, but one band in particular, um, it was just three of us. It was two, they were one finger style guitarist, uh, one amazing, amazing electric guitarist, but he played acoustics, um, when we were together, when we, um, were performing and then myself as the vocalist. And so, um, we were an acoustic soul band, which was amazing. Um, and so we did a lot of different covers. I mean, we would cover black, um, black Sabbath. We would cover, uh, Gary Clark Jr. Like Alicia Keys, like we would cover those songs in kind of our own unique way. Um, but when I started to arrange the music, they were like, mm, we don't really want to do that. We just kind of want to stick to the original structure of the song. I'm like, oh, you guys, come on, like, let's try it. Let's try it. They weren't really up for it because the fingerstyle guitarist at the time wasn't familiar with chords. And so it was hard for him. Nonetheless, um, when I ended up moving to Atlanta, I had a looper and uh, my five, my RC 505, which I'm in love with. Baby, you have lasted for five years. I love you. Um, and it is, I started listening to, um, I really enjoy listening to acoustic versions of songs because I just take away all the instrumentation. Just let me hear the the, the voice and, and 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 just some chords, you know. And I was listening to uh, Danger Mouse and CeeLo perform uh, "Smiley Faces," um, strip back a strip back set, and then "Crazy." And so I decided, well, why don't I try to mimic the chords of the guitar, and then I sing "Crazy." I sing the lyrics, and when I did that, I fell in love with it. And it sounded so good to me. I felt like my anxiety was melting. So eventually I started sending that song out to my friends and the feedback that I was getting, which I'm so thankful for. Sienna, I was listening to this while I'm writing my dissertation. Sienna, I've been listening to this, you know, to help me relax. I feel so soothed. Cool. But um, it really kind of hit home when a friend of mine who struggles with dis, not disassociative disorder, uh, schizoaffective disorder, when she hears voices that are not her own, um, and she said, Sienna, the only time that the voices go away is when I hear your music. And at that point, it was kind of an aha moment. And I slowed down on making music and I started studying more the effects of music on the brain, the effects of music on taste, the effects of music on color, the effects of music on house, the effects of music. And then I started going to sound, the effects of sound on studying, the effects of sound on shopping, the effects of sound on school children, the effects of sound on elderly, the effects of sound on cancer patients. I, I dove right in. And so it has been three years running. And now I have this culmination of experience, creating music, creating these sound experiences and the knowledge behind it. Um, that is where, how I've gotten to where I am. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, um, 
sound is interesting. I think that, you know, if you go back into like the history of just how just from an entertainment perspective of sound, um, you know, radio, just even up until now, um, just how. But like you said, then you then you get into like the science of how or why we respond to certain sounds while we're doing certain things. Yeah. And um, and why certain songs are played in certain uh, stores or why songs are played on in certain environments and so on and so forth. Um, even if like if you listen to like a movie or you watch a movie and you mute the sound or you turn the sound like so you can barely hear it, like the mm-hmm. the effect of the movie is drastically changed. Or if you turn it up, like we turn it up all the way, it's like you're with a good, you know, obviously with good audio systems especially it, it just enhances the the video it, it almost makes you yeah you see the like the ground looks more high definition even if the yeah. <laughs> even if the picture is the same um so so that's that's interesting so um I, I know you mentioned uh the the guys playing a lot of instruments do you play any instruments at all um i play ukulele um, I just started teaching myself the harp. Okay. Um, and but it's a it's a lap harp. It's not the the, the standy uppy one. Um, this is a it's called a reverie harp. Um, I've played steel drums, marimbas. Um, I've played clarinet, viola, violin. Um, and I think that's it. I I can't really count like the djembe. Wow, um, what? I started to play guitar, but meh. What uh. You said you got your master's in like international communication. What did you? What was your bachelor's like? What did you study Ex- in school? Like how? Do, I guess like how does one get to a place where if I'm, I think that like so so the value that I like to provide or try to provide is like people who are in certain places who feel like they can't get out sometimes. Yeah. Um. So so there might be somebody who could hear this tomorrow five years from now 10 years from now who's miserable in school because they're going to school for their mom or their dad or whatever like how does one get from maybe that to where you are like what when when did that transition kind of change for you from you know obviously you're you're doing this communication thing and then now all of a sudden you're doing like sensory artistry and and and, and something totally different Right. Uh, that's a great question. So I, um, how I got into this is by the mere question, what were you doing from the ages of seven to 12? And what I realized, um, is these are pre, let's see, are, I forget which part of the brain is being developed, which is why children up to the ages of, of, of eight are able to learn, a five languages simultaneously. But this part of your brain is being uh, so developed that um, between seven and 12, which is like elementary to middle school, almost going into high school, the things that you were doing then are the things that you enjoy doing now. And so if you ask yourself that question, then I would say that you are probably still doing that same thing. And you might've muted it a little bit, but it's still something that you enjoy, right? Not every kid was playing with GI Joes and picking their nose and sticking their boogers under the table 
when they were seven, you know? No. I was... <laughs> What? Right. Dang, come on. I thought I, mean, I, thought, hey, I, was, know, I thought I was doing what everybody else was doing, man. Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, I, I grew up by myself. Um so I was reading um a lot when I was a kid. A lot. I was teaching myself um how to write. I taught myself cursive. School didn't teach me that. I taught myself that. In fact, I taught myself how to write in mirror in cursive taught myself how to draw, taught myself how to play saxophone. I taught myself how to uh, play by ear, play music by ear. I mean, I was learning about animals. I was learning about helicopters and, and warplanes. I, I just kept learning. I was uh, disconnecting and taking the computer apart and putting it back together. I was fixing my mom's TV. I was connect, re, le, I taught myself how to record sound from the, it, just playing with input output sound from my mom's super huge radio to the computer to the point where I was getting all the newest songs, putting them on CDs and selling them to, to people in my school. Like I was hustling. Um, and I, I, I really enjoyed that. I was hacking people's computers too at the time. It was really easy. If I could get you in an, in, in an AOL chat room, I was doing everything. I see. So, but this is what I'm doing now still. I'm still teaching myself instruments. I'm still reading a crap ton of, of what others could potentially perceive as useless information, but it's definitely taking me somewhere. Um, I'm playing instruments. I'm still performing. Um, I'm still taking things apart. I have to engineer this entire looping system and the additional equipment that I have. Like all of this is still me. And this is what I was doing from seven but, to 12. All right. So I guess like, so th there's, there's that, right? There's, there's, there's the desire, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, it's like the balls to do it. Oh yeah. Like, and I, th I think that like for majority of people, myself included <laughs> that is that is the biggest um obstacle like like you almost don't have permission to be yourself um or you do but it, it costs you like a lot of times like comfort right like it it, yeah. it costs you something to be yourself but it also mm -hmm. it also costs you yourself to be comfortable mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah um and so it it always it always inspires me it always creates some sort of buzz in me like it gives me butterflies when i hear people who are able to like just step out like just able to do what they in a sense what they want to do but obviously there's things that they still feel like, you know that they still have to do in order to be able to maintain the things that they want to do right. um so in just being able to find that balance i think is 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 dynamic is beautiful so i i applaud you i applaud anybody who's able to do that um because because this is a scary situation and you know yeah, i is. i have a child so that makes that makes it even more scary but yeah um for people who even but it, even before i had a child i still i was nah i gotta you know i gotta do this i gotta do that i gotta get benefits i gotta have you know I got to make people proud, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, I get that. So, so nah, like prop, props to you. So so right now, I guess, as a, as it stands right now, what's going on with with Sienna and, and her journey? Where is she at? 
I'm about to do the damn thing. Uh -oh. I'm so ready to go. Like, it, I just had this moment the other night where I was like, I am, I have learned as much as I could learn without output. So I've had enough input. Like, I'm full. I need, I need an out now. Like, so these online, like, performances are, they're cool. But, like, there's something about being in front of a group of people you have that that energetic transfer that's happening, right? Energy is neither created nor destroyed. So you have that transfer that's going on. And man, let me tell you, it goes into the music and I'm feeding it back out to the people who are listening. And it's just, it's, it's, it's cyclical. Everybody's being fed. And I miss that. And, and that, it's hard to translate online. And so that face-to-faceness, I'm ready for it. Um, the knowledge and, and, and uh, what I've learned over time in implementing um, in implementing um, nuggets of, 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 uh, of tools that are, are able to be used that people can walk away from these experiences and say I learned something versus that was a good show. I don't want to show. This isn't entertainment. Like people, you, we, like, if we want our bodies to last, we need to learn how to rest, period. Mm. We have a hard time doing it. I still have a hard time doing it. I can admit it. But these tools and everything that, that I bring to these experiences, they're tried and true. I'm not just going to fluff somebody because this is what you should do, but I do something completely opposite. Like I tried this and I'm going to tell you that it's going to suck the first 15 days. But once you get to day 16, you got it. Like I can speak from experience. And so there I've, I've sat and I've, I've sat with the hardest points of this all. Um, so it, it is, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to stand in front of someone and say, I know versus maybe a lot of people will be out here and try you, man. You know, people will try to tell you that you don't know what, you know, I've got a PhD. I've got, you know, I've studied for three years and you know, so, and so I, I, I get it, but did you do it? Did, did, you have the theory, but have you applied it? Right. A lot of people have theories. We can talk a lot, but can we back it up? See, I take what I've learned and I put it in my music. When I'm talking about breathing, I'm putting it in my music. When I'm talking about energy and transfer, I'm I'm, I've put it in my music. When I'm talking about relaxation, that thing that happens before every show, I'm putting it in my music. I've got to implement the very thing that gets me in front of people. I can talk about it. I can teach it. And these people who are listening in the sound experience are able to take that and, and use it at work, at home, in the car, with their kids, with their pets, with their neighbors. It's, I'm not out here playing, man. I want people to be healthy. I want people to be self-aware. I want them to be able to know when their stress levels are raging. I want them to know that they're about to peak. And this is usually the point where they start yelling. Like, this is usually the point where things go sour. Learn to recognize your own red flags, but you can only do that through self-awareness and you can only grow in your self-awareness through rest, learning how to relax. So come and do it while you're listening to music. Come and do it while you're kind of distracting and you think this is a show, but you're really relaxing. And then I toss a question out that has you wondering about yourself because you're not thinking about the person next to you. If you're relaxed, you're thinking about you. You're in it. You're focused. You're in the present moment. So it, it, you know, some people call it, I've heard, I've heard people describe it as manipulation, call it what it is, but it's for the good. I don't walk away with anything more than I walked in with. 
I don't walk away with, with, with these people coming back to me and asking me what to do. I'm, I'm giving them the tools so they can walk away and use it and teach it. Each one, teach one. So, um, they just, wow. Um, so I guess, let me ask you this then. So, and what it is that you create, what would you say, what would you say would be the most powerful aspect that you've that you've experienced or that you've seen for and, and happened in other people as they've listened mm. break breaking the breaking point i love listening to my music because these harmonies they get me they 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 not get me like they understand me but like they they break the hardness that i that i sometimes approach my my music with like I'm having a really, if I'm having a really shitty day and I go and I'm, I'm working through one of my songs and I take my anger out into, you know, I chant, I, I, I transfer that anger, that energy into the passion that I sing with. I'll choose a really difficult song for me to sing. But man, as I'm layering this song, these harmonies are like slowly chipping away at the anger. And then I'm singing on top of that and exerting that, that, that negative energy, so to speak. So that that's what I'm I'm walking away with. I'm walking away freed from my insert negative adjective here or negative noun here, like free you know from my anger, freed from my my moments of depression, free from my you know whatever that that negative thing is. This this music is is healing, it's, and it's not because I'm a healer. I didn't create music. I just opened my mouth. <laughs> It's it's funny. Um, my my boy, he uh, we have a group, and we we we're talking about um, we're talking about like self improvement, like, and that's what he's trying to teach, and um, and identity is one of the aspects or the first aspect of it, like learning who you are, and we just started the group on Facebook, and the first question was it kind of leads into kind of the things that you're talking about, like why is this the loneliest time of year for people? No. Oh. And why is it at an all time high, even prior to COVID here in America, especially? I think he said he put a he put a uh, a, some sort of um, survey result out that number one country was China, I want to say. Number two was India. And then number three was America. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, question one would be, you know why is that the case question two would be what the hell are we going to do about it and i think that i think that this the thing that you create is a great vessel to help pour into those people um and allow them to to kind of and that just really just came to me as you're talking like just the depression the loneliness the anxiety um, it's not those aren't things that I typically deal with at a, at a at a scale, but I know that it's a very real thing, especially, you know, as, as mental health becomes more and more relevant, especially in our community. Um, just different, different things that people are doing or could do. I definitely think that what you do and what you create, it would definitely be helpful for people who are dealing and battling that stuff. You know, I um, in no form. Do I, do I know why 
individuals are are struggling but i can say as a as a collective excuse me i can say as a collective that we struggle because we are focused outwardly majority of our focus is outward if we took that same time right because we all have the same amount of time if we took that same time that we're focusing on why other people are doing why other people are acting why other people are saying what others might think you're thinking so you need to change your actions because they might think this about you like that was just a whole thing i i am guilty of doing that but if i took that same energy and i just focused on me what do i want to do right now what will allow me to be my best version what how can i impress myself at this moment i will have more awareness in that regard of who I am and what I need in that moment than it is trying to impress someone else or than it is trying to meet someone else's needs and sacrificing or sabotaging my own. But I feel like we, we are so used to what does my significant other want for Christmas? What does my mom want me to make for Thanksgiving versus what do I want to make? What can I bring? There's, there's a complete different approach to it. And so we're, when we're not focused on ourselves, when we're doing so much for the other, we are giving more of ourselves away than we have. That's like giving somebody a dollar and all you have is 50 cents. You're in the negatives. Yeah. And we don't realize it. So the more we are focused outward, the less we know about ourselves. You as a father know that. I can only imagine what it was like growing up, right? Uh, uh, you know, in, in how it is raising your son you had to give more than you had some days i can only imagine right i only have cats dude i, I can't oh, let me tell you something that. right now listen <laughs> he, he feel he feel every bit of that that negative let me tell you something right right we, the whole house do <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying and it's it is it is something because we are outward focused in the two countries that you named india and china the generation, the youngest generation in the house is more focused on pleasing their parents than they are knowing who they are. So there is an other's focus. But if we were self, if we were focused on our self-growth and what we want, which is what those two cultures, those majority of the, the cultures in those countries do not allow freely, liberally, if they had that as an option, they would be a lot happier. Suicide rates and... Um, Suicide rates would be a lot lower. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that very gently. But we, we are too outward focused. And the holidays highlight that. What would make them happy? What do they want? What would make them know that I love them? Like, we are focused outward. You're right. Because e- even in the sense of like, I mean, even in the, in the, the exact ex- you know, example that you use, like trying to give somebody a dollar and I only got 50 cents, like people go into debt. Yeah. During this during this time of year, just to yeah. get people the stuff that they want, because if they don't, then it might come off as I don't yeah. love that person or selfish or I don't care. Right. Yeah. So we're, we we hurt ourselves in that. And that is why this is my least favorite time of year, because I'm, I'm watching people go frantic and talking about I need to I need to. Then you have to take the right camera pictures so that you can post it online. Right. You have oh, to take sure. like, the you right gotta, angles. Gotta you have to run through five filters and make sure that, right, that that it looks the best and the shiniest. It is. It is. In, it's incredible. I I feel, and I, I I say this gently, but I mean it. I feel disgusted by the holidays and what we turn into, communally. Yeah. 
So you better believe, man. I'm gonna be ramping it up. Uh, you know, I'm. I really people people don't realize we we don't realize what we have until we either need it or someone tells us what we need, and then we we may say yes to it. Well, now nah, I've definitely seen you been ramping it up, like. I see you popping up on different ex like conferences, expos. I'm like, hold on, this 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 the girl that just been yeah. I I just I kicked her last week. I literally (laughs) kicked her like two weeks ago. I kicked in the chest. Or, or or no, actually no. She 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 took a step into me and kicked me. Yeah, yeah. That that's yep. That's, that is what I'm. Doing. <laughs> How you get so close? Right, man. I, me, and man. I, ooh, I was like, dang. In that moment, I remember I was like, I am going to throw this kick at full energy. And I was like, oh shit, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I will say this. I will say this. Um, I I I I always want. To be on the receiving end of that, um, yeah. it's it's the weirdest thing ever. Like I always want to, to 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 if if you're gonna give your best to in martial arts, let's be let's be let me be clear on this. <laughs> just just in martial arts, if you're gonna mm-hmm. deliver your best, I I want to be able to receive it. Um, yeah, like I don't want nobody else in the class to because if you if you give that guy if you give that guy the power kick and you come over to me and it's soft. I'm gonna feel away. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. I'm gonna feel away. You should. Yeah, no. Nah, um, can't even do that. And it's it's weird because I also like, I also physically like feeling it. It's it's yeah. the weirdest thing ever. That energy transference. Yeah, it's like in Taekwondo, like we we have the chest protectors. Yeah. And a lot of people wear chest protectors. They wear them kind of loose, um, because it it doesn't allow the energy to come into the body. Mm. I used to always get mine a size. I still do. It's not even like I used to. I always get mine a size too small, and I always <laughs> tie it as tight as I can get it, because I want to feel it. Right. It's yeah. the it's the weird now, I, but I don't ever want to feel a kick with no chest protection. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, don't do that. Right, like, don't do that. I never want to feel like full, but like, but like with this with this little bit of cushion right here, give it to me full. Um, yeah. So no, it was it was it was cool to to see that. It's, it's cool to see like you especially like becoming more comfortable and being able to like throw that type of stuff and and not feel a, not feel like any hesitation and, and things like that. I think it's also like a um, it's also like a comfort thing to to me as well. Like people when they're able to be themselves fully and able to throw that, and you and they know that you can receive it. Um, it's a it's a comfort thing. So I yeah. think that's another big portion of it too, um, yeah. for me. Um, but uh, oh my gosh, it's 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 so many things that I want to get into. What um, so so right now, a lot of, obviously a lot of things you said you're getting ready to get things going. Uh, have there been any sort of like pullback, any sort of struggles that you've had over the last six months? Um, that's that's kind of prevented or kind of slowed down maybe some progress that you may have had. You uh, talking about during the quarantine? Um, I mean that that could be obviously that's a huge obstacle, right? So no, no, absolutely not. Okay, that was that was a stepping stone. Okay, like that got rid of the dirt, the grit, 
you know, like that, that, that was a deep clean. That was like cavity cleansing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That got me down to the roots of my why. Okay. You know, what, what is it that I'm doing when I have nothing else to do when I'm tired of my phone? I have no TV at all. And I don't really care for sitting in front of the screen watching Netflix. So I wasn't doing that. I was reading. I was sitting on my couch. I was playing the harp. I was playing the ukulele. I mean, and I was reading. That was like, that brought me to the core of me. But before quarantine, pre, you know, COVID BC, <laughs> pre, you know, before COVID, <laughs> right. um, it, it, I was very much trying to keep up with everybody. Like, oh, I don't want to say no to going out with you because then you're not going to invite me the next time y'all go out. So I'm going to say yes, although I'm miserable and I'm really tired, but I don't, I want, I want you to like me. So I, yeah, I'm going to go do the thing. No, that's not happening anymore. I've got plans. I came into this thing, I would say half shell, but I got a chance to, to, to like, to fill in, to like, to fill out during quarantine. Like just that, that uncomfortable, like death silence of of the self and with nothing to do showed me who uh, what I'm made of and I that was like my own little mini boot camp it was great it was great um I taught myself a lot of software skills um that is when I became a visual designer in fact I also started working on instructional design I started teaching myself animation I started animating uh courses um for companies and it was phenomenal it was amazing I didn't know that I could do that uh, I became a UX designer also, so user experience and, and learning about, you know, color theory and, and marketing and user personas, like, and I still get to translate all of that into the experiences that I create for people. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. So in all of that, this, the quarantine has, uh, the, the past six months, that helped me build my castle. I'm still building it. But there's there's the foundation for sure, and I I'm thankful for that quarantine. It's um it's interesting, man. Like I you know we um over here my 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 world my bubble, like we since COVID has started and since the quarantine the things have started. Like you know my job was like no work from home, you know you you can work from home, uh, don't worry about going anywhere. They're like sending us like everybody was having a hard time finding like hand sanitizer and this, that, and the third. My job is like literally sending us like everybody in the company hand sanitizer, Oy. everybody in the company mask. Um, and then they, they turn around and send us even more masks. I'm like, bro, y'all got to chill out. Um, <laughs> people, people, it's people like it's people in Atlanta, like really like starving, like feed those people. Right. The yes. first mask worked out really well. We don't need a, another mask. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's hard when I, you know, you see a lot of things, especially on Instagram, like people going out, especially in Atlanta, like people don't give a damn about nothing. No, no, um, no. <laughs> like it's, it's COVID. It's Halloween too. So we, we about to go out. Um, <laughs> so being young or being single, being you know, even for like me, like I got married February 27th of this year. Oh, congrats, dude. Um, so we were in immediate newlywed boot camp. Yeah. Like, do you really like this person? Mm-hmm. We're about to find out. Yeah. Because you're about to spend every moment 
of every day mm-hmm. with this person. Like, it ain't no breaks. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? It's so, right. you know, that was an adjustment where I'm an only child. So, like, I like my alone time. I, it's, mm, it's not yeah. that I don't like people. It's not like I get tired of people. I just really enjoy my alone time. Because right. um, I'm used to it. Like, growing up, you, my mom was working. She was a single mom. And, you know, I was an only child. And then in 2001, my mom passed. And oh, I moved dude. in with a with an uncle that I barely knew. And it was, you know, a similar situation where I was like, you know, the outlier, outcast in that family for quite some time. And so I've spent a lot of time by myself. Um, so now I've been spending all this time by myself and now I'm with this person and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's no break. Um, yeah. So that was probably not my biggest obstacle, just a concern that I had initially was how am I going to be in this space? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's a whole heap of other issues that go, you know, people who have to go out like, you know, I, I I go for runs every day or every other day and I see people get in their cars and they have to go drive for Lyft and Uber. And I'm like, yeah, thank God I don't have to do that. Yeah. Super. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, so, you know, it's, it's I guess it's, it's a blessing to hear a positive story from COVID from somebody whose situation wasn't exactly like mine, uh, who was able to take that time kind of grow kind of kind of shed some things and, and grow and, and really get clarity during this time so I so yeah. so once again kudos to you on Thanks, that man. um and, and I guess professionally though so you so as far as what what it is that you do in this in the sensory space and being able to perform live and things like that is that something that you are upset COVID happened because it kind of slowed things down in that sense or are you uh, are you rejoiced in a sense to where you're able to now better understand certain aspects of your performances and certain aspects of what it is that you do and you've made you've enhanced everything because of it yes I so the latter I everything has enhanced because of it I've been able to take time to fill out, to get to know who I am at the base level, starting at the base. There was a lot that happened right before COVID. A lot of stuff happened in my life and I was like, okay, it left me with nothing, nothing. Like I was an empty shell. I was an empty shell. And so, um, this this, that, this I mean, is I'm a shock talking. to me because if if any of you guys Ooh. know Sienna, like <laughs> like she's so full of life. <laughs> now, now it's crazy. But before that was not the case. I was I was hollow body, dude, and I had I I couldn't tell you which way was up. I was I was uh, not the word disheveled, but I um it was almost like I had like life sized vertigo, you know, like wow. when you're in the ocean and you can't tell which way is up. You know, gravity itself isn't it, it. It it doesn't it didn't it wasn't working. It didn't seem like I I could I couldn't find my my north. Um, and so when COVID happened, when quarantine sat me down, I got to ask all these questions and I got to to really dig and, and to to experiment. Will this stick? No. Do I take Do I take this brick? Yes. Or do I take it? No. Throw it away. Do I take this brick? Yes. Okay. I start to build my foundation and every yes, everything that stuck, I started to build that as my foundation. And there've been a lot of yeses because I've been doing the work prior to this. So yeah, 
I don't remember your question, but I remember that that was what I. Wanted I mean, to say. you you pretty much answered it. It was just it was just you know how you know the, you know in regards to the quarantine and, and things like that. Just your experience, I guess. Oh, right. I was thinking that for a lot of people, for like for me, and what it is that I would definitely like to do, like it's definitely changed the game for me, and I've kind of romanticized the process and it only being one way to do it and if we don't do it that way it's ineffective it just won't work um and -hmm. i think that for a lot of businesses that's the case right it's like if we don't do it this way it just won't work um yeah but then you have you have a certain percentage of the population who are like there's other ways that we can do it let's try to figure it out i think that you know when i was when it first first that when covid first happened i was like this is the this is the most even playing field yeah. that anybody that the ever world got. has ever been on. Yeah, like everybody in the world, no matter how much money you had, you had to figure out a new way to do everything. Yeah. And, and um, if you didn't, you're you're way behind right now. And it, I, it, but it was like the people who popped during that time were like people who had been doing it this mm-hmm. way for the last right. three years. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't relevant. Because right. it wasn't relevant, mm-hmm. and then you know now, oh man, I've been doing this, man. I've been, I've been like, I've been doing it this way for like the last. But all of a sudden, you know, my e-commerce site, all of a sudden, my delivery mm-hmm. company just popped off. Like we've we been doing this, and I'm like, yeah, it's just yep. crazy. It's crazy. Um. So, but but for people who were able to 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 enhance what it is that they do, it's like okay, cool. We it was great when we weren't together, but now that we have had to deal with this obstacle, if you will. It's caused me to learn some different things. And in learning those different things, I've actually gotten better at my craft. And I think that's how it happened for you. And I think that that's super dope. And because you chose that, it was a choice. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That, that kind of stuff doesn't just happen. That has to be intentional. Growth is intentional. Growth is not by happenstance. Yeah. And it's about it's about being aware. It's about being aware of what's happening and being able to being able to walk in that space and and yeah, of unfamiliarity and be like, I need to get myself comfortable here. Mm hmm. Yep. So, dude, it's wild. It's so good, though. And I'm so thankful for it. Like, I will forever be thankful for covid as shitty as that sounds. As shitty as that sounds. A lot of things were upended upended you found out and we saw how the government responds we saw how countries respond we saw how media responds we saw how people respond the people who are mask wearers and not we saw how bosses respond how companies respond we saw how kids respond how how couples respond like everything the skeleton was exposed if you had a broken bone you better you better know it that it, it was obvious that you won't be able to stand on that broken bone or you will no longer be able to, you're no longer able to use that limb. You don't have crutches anymore. You can't just leave the house, right? You right. didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. Can't go right? anywhere. You, the, everything was exposed. So I think we needed this. This is kind of like a reset button. And, and it, it, outside of insensitivity, I'm only talking about the people response. Um, I am very, of course, very solemn and sad for the people who have lost their lives and lost family members and friends um, during this time. 
on the people response side, we learned a lot about ourselves and our surroundings. Yeah. These past four years, man, especially here in the United States. Right. It's just been. It's just been a lot of band-aids that's been pulled off, man. Right. I felt yeah. like I felt yeah. like that was like the like this is the this is the what was it, the eighth round of uh of the Ali and Frazier fight. Like, oh my gosh. Like it's the fight of the century. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm hating because she got effects. So I ain't got to let them about to throw my whole throw my whole setup away. Um start from scratch. <laughs> it's um it's 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 like it's like I'm a, I'm gonna I'm beat you guys up for these these eight rounds these seven rounds and then I'm gonna I'm yeah. hit you and I'm gonna knock you out with this eighth round the eighth <laughs> round was just COVID and yeah. um yeah and and like you're saying like all the stuff that we've been dealing with that we haven't had to really deal with um we we were forced to deal with yeah. Um, even from like a from like a racial like I even in my job, I can't tell you my my job has like days of understanding calls where black people can get on and talk about their plight working Jeez. at that company. Boy. The fact that that's even it needs to be a thing. Is, like, you know, but the but but the, but that goes back to what you're saying, like how bosses respond. Like mm-hmm. how companies are responding, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. would not have ever happened if it wasn't for COVID. Yeah, we were yes. we were going we were moving way too fast to deal with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people were being left out. For sure, people were being yep. left out. Things weren't being addressed. Yeah. Um, and, we, and everybody we were was comfortable. To slow down. Yeah. With it being that way you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i'm too busy to deal with that i'll deal with that tomorrow yeah all of that tomorrow that yep that started stacking up and then you got covid now you ain't too busy to deal with nothing today right so on you can, you yeah can deal with it today mm-hmm. and uh and then, then that that kind of forced people forced people to show their hand yep yeah. Yep. I don't even know how we got here. This is why I love potting, man. I freaking love <laughs> podcasting. Like it's, the conversations are so dope. Um like so so dope. All right, so we going to get we going to get back into I actually what I I'm 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 anxiously awaiting you to to hear you perform now, especially since you just added this effect to your voice. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, there's so many. Um, I guess, am, are we looking, f- are you doing, what do you, what do you plan on performing? Um, I, I really want to actually do, um, until the end of time, uh, Justin Timberlake. I know that I just posted that on Instagram yesterday, but I really, really like it. Now that's the thing. I like all of my songs and it's just, it's just what it does to my body. It's a, it's an unconscious, like that, that's an unconscious thing, but I just, I love putting myself in front of my music. It almost feels like someone else is singing to me. That's what it feels like. It's wild. Speaking, speaking of which for people who, who were on the live before she, she literally loses herself. When oh she my sings. gosh. Did you see that? Like, 
Oh, for sure. I mean, I saw it. You were gone. You were like, <laughs> you left your body. The cat mm-hmm. was just sitting there. Cat, I feel like the cat left with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like your body. Man, your yo, my ability to like there. focus in, to get away from something and go into another, it's, it's, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Me and my cat were gone. Yes. So it was it was super dope to see in real time. Like, oh my gosh. Like this is, like, the highlight of the call. Right. So um so yeah, no, do do what you want. Um I, w- I would love, love, love to hear um the Justin Timberlake song until the end of time. Right on. All right. Let's do it. So I've got some effects that I'll be using. So we've got some reverb here. Got a little bit more, just an added touch. And let me see. So I'll start. Save the world uh, to 
just wanna spend my time with you, girl. And what you give me, let me know, will be alright. Love is all I have in this life. so much for that so Sienna where where can people find you I'm obviously there will be link there'll be links to where you are but you know to hear it is also a, another form of communication that people may connect better with so where can we find you if we're trying to find you I'm on Behance a lot of my graphics and design and information and how I communicate it and the research that I've done is on Behance um yeah. Yeah. So behance.net slash Sionaltees. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn if y'all want to look at my resume, but that's boring. Uh, <laughs> right on. Uh, but mainly Instagram. I've got some stuff up on YouTube, but YouTube don't really flow like it used to. So I'll be messing with Instagram. I'm thinking about TikToking. TikTok right now, man. Listen, you, you definitely need to be on TikTok. Yeah, I've, I can't even say that I've used the app. So I feel like a grandma. Somebody showed it to me and I was like, ooh, you can do that? Uh, that, that was me earlier. I was like, how are people doing this? And they were like, they're using, they're yeah. like, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally, I Google, like, what are people using? What app are people using to stretch out yeah. there? And they're like, oh, that's just, so I was like, I couldn't find the answer on Google. So I went back to Facebook and I, because now I'm publicly showing my age. And I was like, <laughs> what app are they using to do that and they were like oh that's, that's tiktok so funny and i was like i use tiktok yeah. <laughs> and yeah. five minutes into using tiktok i'm like 
oh, that's where that is. You're hooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I, 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 my first ever post on TikTok has over a thousand views. And, and I did not tell what? anybody that I was posting there or that it existed. I just put it there. Um, hmm. And I and obviously I don't I don't create anything with sound to that extent. Um, th- that was the uh, zip tie mm. video. Um, even from you guys' oh, oh, perspective, snap, right. like, you guys yeah. had no idea that I threw it up. I think somebody said it and, no. and then it was mentioned, but it wasn't like I was like, "Oh, go check out my TikTok." So free. Yeah. Nah, nobody. You should never say that. Nobody should ever say that. Dang, oh, that was my that was my ne- my next T-shirt was go check out my TikTok. My <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, just 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 put your QR code on the back of your shirt or something, but don't don't Dang please don't on, do but that. It, my whole my, my marketing <laughs> dreams are gone now. Um, yeah, I will kill. But them. no, so, <laughs> <They need laughs> you just me. did <laughs> <laughs> dead on arrival. Like it's <laughs> yeah um, yeah. Nah, I ain't gonna let you I go down like you. that. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, you you for for what it is right now and what and what the power of that it, that that these. Are, the attention that these kids are, are giving this app, you should definitely be there. Um, right on. For what it is that you do, I'll definitely give yeah, it a shot. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. That's that's my that's my work for the next four weeks for you. Is be like, yeah, do you, where's your TikTok? Where's your TikTok? <laughs> right <laughs> Why on. haven't you told me to go to your TikTok? <laughs> right on. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on so, it. I will but, do um, that. I love this. I love you. Um, love you. And. And we definitely have to have a round two because I definitely feel like there's a lot yeah. of stuff that we didn't get into that um, oh, yeah. that that I would love to get into. Um, I've been to Asia too, so I would love to hear more about your experiences over there. Um, I spent yeah. my, I spent my time in Korea and Japan though, and only spent ten days, so it won't amount to the time you spent there. But just kind of hearing <laughs> what you kind of went through and kind of hearing some of my experiences and compare and contrast just different cultures right. will be a dope conversation yeah, to have with you as well. It would be. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. So thank you so much. Thank you, bro. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you. See you eventually. And with that being said, thank you for listening to the Jared Wright Podcast, Episode 7. It would mean the world to me if you guys liked, subscribed to the podcast, and also left a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks a lot. Once again, you guys take care.